George, buddy, remember that girl I introduced you to? Lorraine? What about Lorraine? She really likes you. She told me to tell you that she wants you to ask her to the Enchantment Under the Sea dance. Really? Oh, yeah. All you gotta do is go over there and ask her. What, right here, right now in the cafeteria? What if she said no? I don't know if I could take that kind of a rejection. And that's testing your memory. What movie is that from? That's from Back to the Future. That's George McFly. And have you ever been in that situation where you just feel so shy, you don't know how to reach out, and worse, you go through life not reaching out because you fear rejection. How can you think of rejection differently and really buy into a better view of rejection as a learning experience so that you can take chances in life, reasonable chances, and you can deal with rejection without beating up on yourself. Use it as a learning experience. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner and my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. I'm a clinical psychologist here to take your calls and questions on any concerns you're having with friends, with romance, with yourself maybe, uh, with your kids. Pick up the phone and give me a call toll free. one eight seven seven drkenner That's toll free. one eight seven seven Dr. Kenner. And you can also visit my website drkenner.com to listen to a podcast of the show or to read articles that I've written or uh, look at books that I've recommended. And right now I want to welcome Pablo. Pablo, you're having some difficulty controlling your anger? Yeah. Yeah, tell, tell me what's going on. Um, I, I just have sometimes um, I'm with my ex-wife and I go pick up my son and she's always trying to revoke me or, or try, you know, to put the, you know, the bad, you know, attitude towards me in front of my son, and I sometimes explode. You know, we've been through a messy divorce. I've, I've tried to get more time with my son, and she doesn't give him to me, and she knows how to push my buttons, you know? Okay. And, and so the best... that I want to control. Yeah. The best revenge is learning how to not let those buttons matter anymore to you. So there are certain things that she says, certain things that trigger your anger, right? Right. Can you give me a sampler of one or two things, a quick sampler of one or two things that she does that absolutely gets to you every time? Well, like when I'm asking for like more time. Yeah. You know, I asked her like this Friday that just passed. Let me go at five thirty. You know, and she and then I she goes no because it's my mom's birthday so you need to get there like at five forty five and I get there at five forty five at her mom's house and she um she she opens the door and she goes wait a minute boom and she slams the door yeah and she left me waiting there outside for five more minutes yeah and I, and then I go pick up my son at almost his normal time you know yeah and I asked her just this one time because I wanted to go to the keys and she's always like you know doing things like that she shuts the door slams it and I hear her saying. You know, what's his problem? He needs to wait anyway. So I, she makes you, know, you wait for how long? Five minutes more. Okay. I pick him up. I usually have to pick him up at six. Yeah. And it was already 5.50. Yeah. Goes, wait a minute. He needs, he needs to stay by the everybody. You know, she's always, you know, it's been a hardship with her, you know, and asking for more time and... She doesn't give them to me, you know. She doesn't give them So to she's me. fighting. the. You guys still have the power struggle going, and it, it, it boils down to 10 minutes. So she's asking you. She wants you to be there at 6, and if you get there 10 minutes early, she freaks out. If I asked her, yeah. 
no, no, but if I asked her at 545, that's fine, but, but she's just, she doesn't, you know, every time I ask for a little bit more time, it's always no, 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 and I have my son very limited. and Oh, and, very limited know, amount of time. Yeah, yeah, like, I went to court, and I, and I, I spent like almost $41,000 getting wow. more time with him. Be- yeah. Because, and, you know, and then I, after I didn't get more time with him, I only have him Wednesdays from 6 to 8, and then every other weekend I have to return Sunday night. And he's already 7 years old. Okay. He's always been trying to push my buttons, and okay. now I have to pay her court fees, you know? Okay. So, so it's, been a, it's been a struggle. So one of the triggers is time. Another one is what else? What else would be a trigger? And then I want to give you some tips on how to control the anger. No, like I told her, look, like this Sunday, you know, I always pick them up and drop them off, pick them up and drop them off. And she's like, um, can you, I go, can you pick them up? Because I took some medicine and I'm drowsy. And she just texts me back like, oh, good one. Good one. Yeah, I'll, I'll be right there. You know, she's always like, you know, it's always a, 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 a dilemma, a problem with her because she's, you know, she's a very, you know, She's a lonely person, you know, she doesn't have a boyfriend or anything, yeah. and and she doesn't have, and she she has a strong, independent, you know, independent woman type, which yeah. is fine, but she is super strong character, and she's always trying to control me, even though we've been divorced already for five years. Okay, so it sounds like she's insecure, because sometimes people come on with that very strong persona when they feel insecure, and so she feels vulnerable. If you can remember that it's most likely that she feels vulnerable, then you can somewhat um, reduce that anger, because if you look at her as a mean, controlling woman who just is out there to destroy you, Pablo, man, you're going to feel angry all the time. If you look at her as a sad person who's hurt, who's lonely, and who is lashing out desperately at you when she's really probably more upset with herself that she doesn't have her own life put together a little better and is, you know, a little happier then it, it might reduce your anger towards her. I don't know. What do you think about that? Yeah, no, it sounds very good. Very good. Okay, so think of her as hurt, as lonely, and as a bit insecure. Don't tell her that <laughs> because she, because she'll get angry with you. But it, that's a skill called reframing. Instead of looking at her as this evil person, the enemy out to get you, you look right. at her as almost, did you ever see, um, oh, what is the movie I'm thinking of, The Wizard of Oz, where everybody's afraid of the wizard, and then when they pull back the curtain, what do you get? Right. A little old wimpy man. Yeah, <laughs> right. Right? Yeah, that's so, a good point. So if you can have that imagery, that can help. Another thing with anger is you can prepare yourself in advance. You know what her triggers, you know what the triggers are. You know that time is a big issue. So you can coach yourself, just as if you were coaching yourself on a sports team, to not let the time get to you. That's her issue. Right. And right. she may respond, she may slam the door in your face. And if you look at it as if you were writing a sitcom and someone slams the door in your face, what do you? Do, what do we do when we see something like Seinfeld and Seinfeld or Frasier and someone slams the door in the face? Right. We laugh, we, right? Well, yeah, of course. 
Right. So if you could look at it from a little bit of a mo, you're, what you're doing with it, that sitcom view is you're not depersonalizing it. You're just giving yourself some emotional distance and saying, this is really her problem, not mine. When she answers you with sarcasm and says, good one, you know, sarcastic, you could right. just gently say to her, you know, I think we'd get along better without the sarcasm. You can just name what she's doing gently. Now, she, right. may, she may retort with sarcasm. So um, those are some of the things. I think you had mentioned uh, to the person that was screening that you also have yelled in front of your son. You lost it? Yes. Yeah. yeah, tell me yes. what happened. Well, I, I, I was just telling her that same, you know, issue with, with, my, with my, my girlfriend. I was telling her, you know, the problems. That I can't believe, you know, that um, this, you know, my ex-wife does this to me, and and why does she do this to me? She's always, you know, tormenting me, and and oh, and you know, and I was saying all these things, you know, yeah, and crying in the car, and my son, my seven-year-old, was there, you know, yeah. And, she goes, and I was like saying, why does your mom do this to me? And I'm, you know, that's toxic. Oh, before, you know? yeah, good yeah. for you and for recognizing wanna... that because you can coach yourself there. It, you're not doing any it's it's her issue he has to deal with her and to put him in the middle doesn't help there's a very cute kids book dinosaurs divorce it's a kids book that could help him where he can see not to get in the middle of mom and dad and for you i want to recommend a book it's called the anger control workbook by math um you could just Google the Anger uh, Control Workbook, and it's got a list of coping skills such as take a deep breath, relax, and talk to yourself the yeah. way I was helping you. Listen, thank you so much for your call, Pablo. All right. Thank you so much, Doctor. Okay. You're welcome.